0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the studio. What is going on? How's it going? Just another beautiful summer week under our belts. 12 dog days of summer down, 28 more to go. Can I get a fucking... woo? You gotta love summer. I don't know what it is. I'm not sure if it's the lack of things to do, the weather. There's something about this time of the year that makes people just want to riot in the streets, you know? Again, I'm not sure why people would want to riot in the streets. It could be because the weather is nice outside and burning down a building to send a political message seems like a nice, enjoyable thing to do. It could be for a variety of small reasons. Maybe people don't have access to supplies they need to survive a pandemic like water, electricity, vaccines. Or maybe it's because they have too much time on their hands. We may really never know why people are rioting in the streets of Cuba quite literally as I say these words. And listen, I say we may never know why because I don't even know what to believe anymore. I was going to come prepared today like a professional does with my news articles and sources, my notes and my shit and dick jokes. That's what I was going to do. So I go online. Look up what's going on in Cuba, read through a couple articles, and by read through, I mean I skimmed the headlines like one does, and then I just closed the fucking window. I walked in, took one good look at what was going on, realized I didn't want to be around it, and then I didn't walk. I ran my ass out of there. And if you listen to this podcast on a consistent basis, which Everyone does because it's a great podcast. You know that I haven't really been keeping up with the news these past couple of months. I just had to clock out because it started fucking me up. The level of misinformation will quite literally have you questioning your own reality if you go down far enough the rabbit hole. So this was really the first official time I started reading headlines and kind of plugged back in. And Jesus dude, I'm not sure if it's always been this bad or if it's gotten dramatically worse since I was gone. You know, I just, I just couldn't do it. I love myself way too much to just read this shit and let my day be ruined by that nonsense. The news has really gone off the rails since Trump left office. Just running around looking for something to calm their anxiety like a bunch of drug addicts. Their breadwinner of a story left office and now their rates are dropping dramatically. And they're worried. You can feel it. You can feel the anxiety. They're looking for that fix, the fix that Donnie T used to give them. And now that he's gone, they're just on their hands and knees, and they're scraping coke up off the carpet, trying to get the last remaining bits, trying to get that last high. It's fucking disgusting. And obviously, you knew you knew that the new stations would suffer once he left, but you didn't. You didn't know how they would suffer this much. You know, it was interesting at first. Oh, how are they going to handle it? What's their next move to kind of fill that void? But now, six, seven months later, it's just sad. It's just sad seeing the news stories they come out with, seeing the bullshit they pull out of thin air and have the audacity to call journalism. Both Fox and CNN. It's like it's like a bad Netflix series that has just really gone on for like five seasons longer than it needs to be. The wheels have fallen off. The writing is lazy. You tune in every once in a while and you have no idea what's going on. It's not even the original cast. That's how different it is. So yeah, what's the point of reading news articles to you guys? It's not like any of you psychos would believe a word that I'm saying anyways. And so anyway, I, I scroll through Twitter, which let's... Let's be honest. That's what everyone means when they say they did research. I scrolled through Twitter. So I'm scrolling and I see one news story, and I'm like, all right, let's see what's going on. Let's get informed. I click on it, and it's just nonsense. There's no clear point, there's no information being told, it's just vague nonsense. It's some underpaid writer who did the bare minimum just to not lose their job and make rent this coming month talking about literally nothing. You can hear the fear in their words of if I fuck this article up, I will lose my job and not be able to pay my student loans. My ninth grade English teacher would give this article an F and write redo on the top in red marker. You you look up an article, And all you need is a simple answer to your question. Why are they protesting in Cuba? Well, if you go back to 1959 when Castro... We get it. We get it. You're smarter than me. Just give me a quick 20-second breakdown for God's sakes. You're gonna try to break down foreign affairs to a group of people who watch six-second videos for years of their life? Break it down to one to three words. Why are they rioting in Cuba? Famine. No basic rights. Quick. To the point. I don't, need, I don't need to read a 6,000 word manuscript that somehow ties into how you were abused as a child. Wrap it up. We have shit to do. So yeah, you click on these articles to see what's going on. And after you finish deciphering the fucking thing for 30 minutes, right underneath that, you'll see another story contradicting it. You spend half an hour of your life trying to better yourself and for what, to end up more confused than before? And the comments are even worse. You click on it and you scroll down to the bottom to read the comments, and it's just a madhouse. I swear to God, I saw someone comment underneath one of these articles about Cuba. There are people in MAGA hats riding in the streets of Cuba. And then right underneath that, I saw someone's rebuttal. That's not MAGA! That's a CIA informant who was sent over there to cause havoc. Swear to God. I swear to God. And, and the even crazier thing is that it's possible that both those people are right. Some people are listening to this right now and they're like, no, that's crazy. That would never happen. The CIA would never send informants to cause havoc in another country. Really? Really? They wouldn't? And please, before you fucking message me calling me some right-wing whack-job conspiracy theorist, I highly encourage you to get off your lazy ass and pick up a fucking book and read it. Because here's the thing they don't teach you in your sophomore year American history class that you bumble-fucked your way through, okay? We are not the good guys, we are the bad guys. I know we like to lie to ourselves and fall for our own propaganda about how we're the good guys, but that's not true. The CIA has sent informants into every single activist group or any group in general and to this day continues to do so. Good groups, bad groups, Black Panthers to the fucking Ku Klux Klan. So to sit there and to act like the possibility of the CIA using informants for foreign affairs and to act like that's far-fetched is its not only crazy, it's fucking dumb. We are not the good guys, people. I know we like to act like we are, but we aren't. Our government sends informants overseas just to get what they want. They want oil. They send informants to start riots in the streets, so we have a reason to intervene and to take over. The U.S. government doesn't like a certain leader who was elected in a different country. They send informants over to assassinate them, and then they say they were a threat to democracy. It's not rocket science, people. And listen, I, I don't know what's going on over there. And you know what? I really don't need to know. What, you think You think I'm going to find something new that I didn't know? If hundreds of thousands of people are rioting, then the only explanation must be that the government must be fucking up. It's not like I'm going to open up an article and read, Oh, shit, people are rioting because the healthcare system is too good. Oh, oh, they're burning down that target because they're being paid too much per hour. You know, the wealthy weren't being beheaded in the street during the French Revolution because they were too generous to the general public. If a million people are upset at a handful of people, who do you think is right? The million starving people or the four, the four billionaires who haven't left their gold-plated government building in 20 years? But listen, dude, whoever's fault it is, left, right, I just hope it gets resolved soon. I hope it gets fixed soon because it's ridiculous that innocent people have to suffer and die because their government is busy having a dick measuring contest. Is it too much to ask to grant your fellow countrymen basic human rights? Or is that suddenly a controversial take in this fucked up world that we live in? Can we just look past the color of the tie and actually do some fucking work? Don't hang out with them, they're a conservative. Don't speak to them, they're nothing but a liberal. Yeah, and you're a fucking moron, but I still waste my time with you, so shut the fuck up. There is no reason why any third world country should exist in the modern world. There really is no reason. Well, if they just followed the rules, maybe they wouldn't be starving. If they just signed the paperwork that would give the US complete control of their country, maybe we wouldn't bomb them for nine straight months shut up okay people are starving fighting for their life fighting for basic human rights and no one especially the government is in no hurry to fix it none at all that's why i've just kind of stopped keeping up with it what am i gonna do post it on my instagram story is that what i'm gonna do well you can get the word out the word is out the word is literally out it's all i see on my timeline and what is that doing how is that helping them is the president of Cuba going to see my Instagram story and go, Oh, oh, you know what? This guy's right. <laughs> I need to change. I need to do things differently. This guy, he has it figured out. That's not going to happen. And before you, before you dumbasses say, Well, that's because they're not us. They're not the United States. If that was our government, they would have fixed it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Or send an informant to make it worse. But who really knows? And you know what, dude, I've I've always wondered what, what it's like, like what I've always wondered what it's like or how it feels to just sell out your own people, like what your thought process is, knowing that the deal you're making is going to put a million people on the street. What's it like to sign those papers, knowing you're about to sell out your own people? I've always had this kind of mental image in my head, you know, where everyone is in the White House and they're just kind of sitting there eating dinner, drinking champagne, probably eating a bald eagle, watching people burn down government buildings and seeing American cities fall, watching it all unfold like it's a Netflix series. Not worried in the slightest because they know the Secret Service will keep them safe in the presidential bunker. Like, like let me ask you something, what's the number It would take for you to sell out completely I got I got asked this a couple of days ago by someone I know and it's now it's something I want to ask you what's the number it would take to just say fuck my morals and fuck ethics for me it's 25 million dollars I talked about it on the pod last week 25 million dollars after taxes because whatever number you ask for you have to remember that the government is going to take half because even in fantasy land the IRS still exists, unfortunately, so I'd ask for 50 knowing I'd only get 25 that's my price point. I'd take that $25 million, and after I paid off my student loans, I'd probably go to McDonald's and get a McChicken or something, that's what I'd do. Oh, Angel, you're sick. No one should sell out. That's wrong. Money is evil. Relax, alright? I'd be selling out for $50 million. Your government officials sold you out for a 30-rack of Miller Lite and a free ride on a private jet to Washington, D.C. And I mean that quite literally. Texas Democrats walked out of a voting session the other day over a bill that would outlaw 24-hour polling locations along with drop boxes for mail-in ballots. And now I know what you're thinking. Why would the Conservative Party want to get rid of mail-in ballots, which, historically speaking, have been in a heavy favor for the Liberal Party? Why would the right want to get rid of these places? I I can't think of any reason why. It's lost on me. But anyways, our poor excuse of a government was going to vote on this bill. They were going to see if the 24-hour polling places and the drop boxes for mail-in ballots should be outlawed or not. And, you know, these politicians, they love to gossip like a like a bunch of schoolgirls or men or humans. So, yeah, you know, these narcissists love to whisper and gossip. And I'm sure word on the street was that the bill was going to swing in the favor of the conservatives and the left just couldn't handle it. They could not handle it. So they walked out. They knew things weren't going to go their way, so they threw a tantrum like a bunch of babies and walked out. Can I ask you something? What would happen to you if you were in your cubicle at work, typing away, and then your boss comes over and hands you a stack of paperwork and said, hey, I need this done by the end of the day, and you just said, no, I'm good, I'm good, and then walked out of the building? What do you think would happen if he pulled some shit like that? They would have you out on the street and your desk cleaned off by the time you finished responding. No, they didn't walk out. They just couldn't stand by and let those conservatives ruin our democracy. Oh, oh, that's right. I forgot. That's what they were doing. These brave souls were fighting for your right to vote. So they left because they're fighting for democracy. They booked not one, but two private jets grabbed a couple of racks of beer and flew their old asses to Capitol Hill to argue with people who are even older than them and get nothing done. That's what it's like on the front lines in the fight for democracy, people. It's spending a couple of nights in a five-star hotel paid for by the American people with a couple of sex workers doing coke off their ass. That's what it is. That's the front lines of the fight. Let me tell you something, man. I saw that photo, and for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, there is a photo that was shared on Twitter, and it's all of these Texas Democrats, all maskless and cozy on their charter bus heading to their private jet. And I swear to God, dude, in one of the empty seats, there's a case of Miller Lite. I'm debating on posting it on my Instagram story so you can see what I'm talking about. But imagine posting that, you know, a little buzzed and smiling Posting a photo with a case of beer on your bus and still having the audacity to say that you're fighting for the American people. I saw that and I was disgusted. That's basically a spit in the face. If a client asked me how a project was coming, I wouldn't send them a photo of me drinking a beer on a private jet saying, Project is coming along great. I Wouldn't do that and let's just say let's just say hypothetically speaking because we know this obviously isn't going to happen So let's say hypothetically by some miracle these people go to DC and actually try to get something done It's just like Congrats, I guess Good job, Texas Democrats. Good job at running to your older brother over on Capitol Hill to fight your battles for you Good job. Yeah (laughs) Conservatives who are listening to this, who are listening to me rant saying all this, they're having a filled day. I'll tell you what, boy, you keep telling it like it is. <laughs> Shut up, all right? Like, conservatives have never walked out when things aren't going their way. Both parties do it all the time. If the Republicans walk out, these idiot liberals with their purple hair start screaming, Arrest them! And if the liberals walk out... Those cowboys down there in South Cackalacky start gathering their AKs and screaming LOCK THEM UP! LOCK THEM UP! The only time these two parties are fine with walking out is when both both of them are doing it at the same time. That's the only time they're okay with walking out. Oh, we have this important bill to sign or hundreds of millions of Americans are gonna be on the street if we don't sign it. Tough titty. We're going to take a recess and we're going to go to Miami for six weeks. Like, how is that legal? How on earth is it legal for our entire government to just decide to take time off like that? They took like two or three recesses during the pandemic alone. Who the fuck, who the fuck sees the work piling up by the minute and thinks, you know what? Now would be the time for a vacation. I deserve it. And a lot of people are saying, oh, why aren't any politicians talking about what's going on in Cuba? Because they don't care. When are we going to realize this? It's, it's either they aren't talking about it because they don't care or they're not talking about it because we really do have CIA informants over there and talking about it would draw an unnecessary amount of attention. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't look at what we're doing over here ruining this country. Focus back on the Kardashians. Nothing to see here. So yeah, that's all all it's been the past couple days. Just a bunch of idiots on Twitter, screaming at each other. You know, they should all be arrested and thrown in prison. Or, oh, they're so brave. They're heroes. It's all a joke. It really is all a fucking joke at this point. So so I guess what I'm trying to say is Trump 2024. (laughs) I'm fucking around, people. Lighten the fuck up, all right? I guess what I'm trying to say, people, is that everything that's happening in Cuba right now, the rioting, the potential of a mass genocide, it's horrific, horrific shit. And my heart goes out to everyone suffering. You shouldn't have to suffer because of some bureaucratic bullshit. But this is the consequence of selling out. What you're seeing unfolding in that country is the effect of a government selling out its people over. And over again, just to benefit a handful of people at the top. Sounds a little familiar, doesn't it? So over the next few days, I really, I really want you to do some soul searching. I want you to look yourself in the mirror and really ask yourself, really be honest with yourself and ask, how much would someone have to pay me to sell out completely? What's my price point? Maybe the bills are stacking up. And your number is five million maybe you're approved and the number is 100 million whatever it is let me know and please don't give me any of that i would never sell out holier than thou bullshit because you're lying all right everyone has a number sell out and cash that check before the government cashes the check that'll sell you out and also on a different but equally important topic old glasses over here did some research and by research i mean i typed in four words on google and let the internet do the rest of the work i looked up the exact dates for the dog days of summer which is from july 3rd to august 11th i know i didn't have an exact date for you guys last week but like i've said i'm an overachiever and went and looked it up for you all you're welcome So now that you know that, you can throw that phrase around the office comfortably and not have to worry about someone calling you out. Now if they call you out, you can say, Hey, I'm informed. The dog days of summer are from July 3rd to August 11th. And you know what else? Cuba sold out its people. That's why there's riots in the streets. Did you know that? (laughs) Because I did. Because I'm not ignorant like you. Um, I think I've talked about myself uh, enough for this week, people. But before we go, I want to just apologize again for the past couple of weeks. I know the pod has been a bit inconsistent with vacation and all that fun shit. And I know that there has been whispers in the Twitter sphere of people talking shit about how I've been late with the podcast, how I'm a lazy sack of shit, and how I don't care about anyone else but myself. Um, But I'm here to address those whispers by saying this. Fuck you. This content is free. Life happens. Deal with it. Um, Anyways, thank you guys for listening. It was another successful studio session. And for those of you whose first time it was tuning in, yes, it is ignorant every single week. Uh, And if you like the show, which I really hope you do, do me a favor and keep spreading the word. Follow me on my socials at The Angel Bernard. Interact with me. Tell your friends to listen to this podcast. Tell strangers. Tell the person you're about to break up with do that if you're yeah yeah do that if you're about to break up with someone this is what you do you invite them over maybe you're dressed very like nice to show you're sensitive maybe you're wearing a sweater vest or a turtleneck and you ask them to sit down on the couch with you and you grab their hands and you put them in yours you look them in the eye and you break up with them and obviously they're going to be crying and you're going to be passively trying to get them out of your house but before they go make sure you say oh hey before you go Can you do me one last favor and follow a podcast I like, please? (laughs) That's what you do. Anyways, that's it for this week, people. I love you guys, and I will see you all next week.